Coming up on today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, we discuss undrafted free agents as well as the availability of Jordan Whitehead. But first, the Buccaneers see one of their players miss practice yet again due to injury, but it looks like they're bringing some depth along the offensive line. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead story is a two-parter where uh, David Wide receiver Tyler Johnson was held out of practice yet again due to that soft tissue injury that already saw him miss some time. But the Buccaneers are also bringing in some depth at center and guard by signing A.Q. Shipley. However, the signing cannot be made official until Shipley is able to come in and both take and pass a physical. Yeah, and for Tyler Johnson, it's just more frustration on top of frustration. I mean, he's, he's got to be more frustrated than anybody is, you know. And it just, I mean, shades of Scotty Miller from last season. You know, Scotty Miller was a guy who came in and, and started actually making some waves in the early part of the offseason and then got to training camp. And by the time they really got into the meat of training camp, was stuck on the sideline and, and you know, a jersey and shorts, uh, having to wait till the end of practice to take uh, to, to do catch practice off, off the jugs machine while Bruce Arians and the other players were doing press conferences. And, you know, I've written it, I've said it on the show several times, you know, Scotty Miller, something that impressed me about him when I was in training camp while he was injured is the fact that he was there on the sideline taking mental reps. I saw him asking questions, you know, listening to what coaches were saying and doing as much as he could to soak in all the information happening around him and all the lessons happening around him while he was hurt so that he could translate that to action when he was able to get on the field. Um, and, you know, I mean, for, for everything – you know, all things considered, he did fair, fairly well, especially later on in the season, right before he got injured for the entirety of the season. So, Scotty, a guy who's come back from his injury problems last year in his rookie season, coming in this year, having a better camp, you know, just staying healthy is a better camp, but also impressing still. So, hopefully, Tyler Johnson, you know, it'd be, it'd be obviously better if he can get over that kind of stuff during this season and get on the field and see if he can make an impact. But, you know, if anything else, at least Scotty Miller's development, you know, both physically and talent-wise, in his first, from his first year to his second year, as a sign of improvement or a sign of encouragement, if Johnson can't come back. But then, yeah, James, adding AQ Shipley to the offensive line there. I mean, the offensive line is a unit that pretty much everybody has been a little bit worried about, and there are some depth players there. We know that one of the one of the depth pieces on the offensive line opted out and, and decided to sit out the season. You know, among the COVID nineteen concerns. So it, it kind of makes you wonder just what is going on in the offensive line that made them want to bring in a veteran presence. But at the same time, you, you can't take it too, for, for too much more than just face value because at this point in the year, if there's, if there's a spot they can fill, you know, they're going to go find a veteran. Bruce Arians has history with Shipley, so it's not surprising that he went out and got a guy like him. And, you know, it, so I wouldn't, you know, necessarily say that this is a sign that there are people in the offensive line room struggling, but it is interesting to see just what kind of role he's going to have and if he does actually make the final roster. Yeah, Shipley has kind of followed uh, Bruce Arians around his last couple stops. He was a seventh-round pick by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 2009 draft, but didn't get his first NFL start or playing time 
until 2012 with the Indianapolis Colts, spent a year in Baltimore, went back to Indianapolis, then has been with the Arizona Cardinals from 2015 through 2019. Now he missed the 2018 season with a torn ACL. While he was on IR, he got a contract extension from the Cardinals. He has been their starting center all 16 games during the 2016, 2017, and 2019 seasons. Just a a good veteran player, knows the system, can provide incredible depth, bring knowledge of the offense to this team, maybe help bring uh, Tristan Wirfs along a little bit. Um, I think it'll be a great signing once it becomes official. But yeah, familiarity with the coaching staff, familiarity with the offense, and uh, a really solid depth piece for these Buccaneers uh, along the offensive line. Yeah, and so A.Q. Shipley, you know, again, on the move, just like Bruce Arians was uh, last season moving down to Florida to to take over the head coaching duties for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, James, as you know, uh, like Shipley, I actually just recently went through a move of my own, and our listeners are aware of that too. And and if you've ever moved in your life, and I know most people probably have, you kind of know what goes into that, right? You've got to, especially if you have a lease, you've got to clean the house. You've got to get it ready to turn back over. You got to make sure everything is in working order, but then you've also got to pack up all your belongings and get ready to move them to your new place of residence. And when you pack up everything, you're packing up dishes, you're packing up dish or uh, your cookware, right? And what are you going to do when you do that? Typically, if you're like me anyway, and I hope you all are, so I don't feel as guilty, you're going to do a lot of eating out. And, you know, it's not what we all want to do all the time, but sometimes life just throws things at you and you have to be able to do it. And when you're in the middle of repainting a wall or cleaning this room or fixing this appliance, you don't want to always stop to go out and get dinner where you don't always want to stop and try to find that elusive one pot or pan that you left behind to cook up a quick dinner for you and your family. Well, there's an app for that. Just like everybody has a guy for that, there's an app for that. And that app, of course, is DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter Locked On. That's promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, all one word. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. Again, that's $5 off your order and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code Locked On. Don't forget that's code Locked On for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Yeah, and shout out to those DoorDash drivers driving all over the place, going to restaurants, picking up food, bringing it to your house. But you know what, David? That's a lot of wear and tear on their cars. And if something goes wrong, we have just the place for those guys to go to. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The Rock Auto com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Prices, those are a big deal. So best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they are the same for professionals as well as the do-it-yourselfers. Why do you need to spend up to double for a part you would get the same part from rockauto.com that you're paying at these big box stores. Don't do that. Don't be silly. Save your money. 
Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. David Harrison and James Yarko here at the Locked On Bucks podcast. And after talking about the new addition to uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then, of course, the unfortunate injury that happened there to Tyler Johnson, we're going to move on to something. We're moving forward, right, but we're kind of moving backwards. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back at practice, plenty of press conferences happening, plenty of clips and quotes to talk about in there. And we will get to those as we move on further in the week. But, James, there are a couple things that happened last week, a couple people that were talking last week that said some interesting things, and we wanted to cover them on the show. Uh, we had some voicemails that we needed to get to, so we kind of pushed it. And then yesterday we had some stuff we had to talk to, so we pushed it again. And we don't want to push it too far, uh, so we're going to talk about it today, and then we'll catch back up with the Buccaneers, so if you can all bear with us. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about, James, is Scott Smith recently talking with Casey Phillips over at Buccaneers.com. And Casey received a question from a from a fan or a Twitter account. I'm not really sure who they received it from, but it was about undrafted free agents. And we all know Jason Light has a great history with undrafted free agents for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Has found a lot of talent after the NFL draft in the rookie pool. And it looks like he may have done a little bit of that this year as well. And Scott was asked which undrafted free agent, if he had to pick one, was most likely to make the uh, the active roster for the Buccaneers in 2020. And here's what he had to say. Welcome into Training Camp Live, presented by Publix. Casey Phillips here with Scott Smith. Which undrafted free agent has the best chance to make the roster? Well, I might I might go with John Wilson, like we were talking about, because if if there is if there is no proven depth there, so I mean he's not that far behind in terms of experience from a guy like. Zach Bailey, who they, they like as well, right? But he doesn't count because he was already here. Um, if he's already being mentioned by the coaches amongst all the interior linemen, I think I got to think that's a pretty good sign. Also, I think there's a good sign that the quarterback sticks around in some capacity, perhaps Reed Senate, perhaps mm-hmm. on the practice squad. All right, so there's Scott Smith talking about undrafted free agent John Mulchin, the, the offensive lineman out of Boise State, as his pick as most likely to make this roster from that undrafted free agent group. And guys, there's, there's a lot of names on here. Some of them are pretty notable, and some of them you guys know you know, from their college football days. Michael Divinity Jr. was, was a big one, uh, linebacker out of LSU, also a linebacker out of Wagner named, named Cam Gill. Uh, Javon Hagan is another one. John Hurst, a wide receiver. Nick Leverett, John Mulchin, like we just mentioned. Parnell Motley, the cornerback out of Oklahoma. Josh Pearson is a, is a wide receiver that a lot of people were excited about. Benning, I'm not going to be able to say your last name without messing it up, so I'm sorry. Zach Shackelford, another offensive lineman, and then Reed Sinet, another guy that Scott just mentioned there, as well, a quarterback out of San Diego. So, I mean, a lot of, of good names and, and a lot of guys who, again, this, this 2020 draft class was incredibly deep, and some of these guys, you have to imagine, in other draft classes probably would have been a sixth, maybe a seventh-round draft pick, uh, but, you know, just got pushed out of kind of out of that, that realm of, of the talent, but uh, the Buccaneers have definitely gotten some guys who have some proven football history in big-time games, big-time situations, some smaller school guys, uh, not unlike Justin Watson, who made a lot of noise at their at their level, even though it wasn't the, the quote-unquote top level, who have some potential. James, what do you think, especially given the the, the signing now, or the, the pending signing, rather, of AQ Shipley, what do you think about Scott picking John Molchan uh, as his undrafted free agent most likely to make the roster? I mean, it makes sense. Uh, you know, the the trenches is where you're always going to want 
the most depth. I know we talk about a lack of depth at, at other positions, but those are the guys that are in there. You know, they, they call it the trenches for a reason, and those guys are beating the snot out of one another. And if you have one of those players go down, it can get real ugly for you real fast. So it, it would not surprise me to see, you know, an undrafted free agent that sticks around being an offensive lineman. But if we're going to talk about undrafted free agents, David, we do have to talk about Parnell Motley after the show that, that he's been putting on. Bruce Arians talked about him in his press conference uh, as, as a player that is standing out at the cornerback position. And he says that he, he doesn't drop anything when they throw it towards him, he catches it. And, you know, what it's going to boil down to for, for Motley is special teams. You know, if he's not as talented as the number two corner, and, and Bruce Arians would, would talk about this when he met with the media on Monday, if, if he's the third best corner on the depth chart, you know, as far as like third string, but that, that second string corner doesn't play special teams and Motley does, guess who's making the team? It's going to be Motley. So, you know, I, I think, you know, Motley has, has definitely thrown his hat in the ring, so to speak, as far as the undrafted free agent most likely to make the team. Again, it'll, it'll be a shame uh, for the Bucs if they, if they can't find a way to keep him and he goes on to, to sign with another squad and, and really blows up somewhere else just because they didn't have the space for it. But at this point, neither one of those would – would really surprise me as far as making sure that you have depth at some vital position groups. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the, uh, it's very often co- considered that defensive back is the hardest, you know, outside of quarterback is the hardest position to transition from college to the pros at. So a guy like Parnell Motley, I mean, it was shocking alone that he didn't get drafted during the, you know, the three days at the NFL draft. So for him to to even land in Tampa as an undrafted free agent is kind of a, a weird situation. But if the Buccaneers try to stash him on the practice squad, it's just it's not going to happen. He's going to get picked up somewhere. There's a team somewhere, most likely kind of a bottom of the barrel team. Like your contenders probably aren't going to be picking him up because then they're obligated to keep him on their their active roster um, for for a little bit of time. But some of your other teams out there who are kind of building, like you think of like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I can see the Jacksonville Jaguars certainly going and picking him up. From that, from the Buccaneers practice squad, putting him on their active roster, and then seeing what the kid can do, and putting him out there. And you know, I don't um, from from everything that we can gather, the Jacksonville Jaguars is not a good organization for any player, let alone a young one trying to develop an NFL career. So you don't want to see that happen. Uh, but James, this is this is what kind of hurts sometimes when we push ideas back, and it happens more often than probably our listeners understand that we have ideas for shows, and we we're like, well, this happened, so let's push that back. Well, this happened, so let's push it back again. And you know, maybe we'll just do that next week. Um, but Parnell Motley is a guy that if if we when we were planning on doing this clip for an episode last week, Parnell Motley was the guy that I was going to come back and say completely respect Scott Smith, absolutely agree. John Mulcher, he's been doing great stuff from what we've heard. Bruce Arians has come out and and praised him publicly as a guy who's done a really good job. So definitely see where Scott is coming from there. Reed Sinet is a guy I honestly don't think Reed Sinet makes the roster. You know what I mean? I think he's a, he's a practice squad. He's got practice squad written all over him. I was going to say that if I'm picking a guy, it's Parnell Motley. And then this week, now when Bruce Arians comes out and says that he's definitely earned a job and he's doing all these great things in training camp, I look like a freaking genius. But now here we are recording this after Bruce Arians says that. And now someone 
out there in Locked On Bucks land is saying, yeah, okay, David, I'm sure that's what you were going to say last week. But I swear to you guys, I wouldn't lie to you, that that's what I was going to say last week. So it made me incredibly happy to see Bruce Arians uh, praising Motley there. And James, yeah, I mean, you look at this quarterback group, I mean, outside of the top four, right? Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting, uh, Jamel Dean, and then Mike Edwards is a guy that you kind of, you know, I don't know, he's a free safety, maybe he works down in the box a little bit. So I kind of include him in that four young defensive back group. Obviously, Antoine Winfield is coming in here. Jordan Whitehead, we're going to talk about in a little bit. That's basically it. Andrew Adams, I like him. I don't know. He kind of seems like maybe he's an odd man out in this whole situation. We'll kind of see how that develops. MJ Stewart's gone. Ryan Smith, special teams all day. But when you put him on the field in the defense, it is a nightmare. It cannot happen. It's not good. Yeah, it's just, it's just game over. You know what I mean? So I think that's where Parnell Par- Motley fits in there. Now, I you know wouldn't expect a whole lot of big snaps from him. Wouldn't expect a starting job by any means. But the fact that he's on the roster, he'll contribute to special teams, like you said. If you know someone needs a breather, or you know, heaven forbid, knock on wood, someone gets injured, a guy who is six feet tall, but he plays longer than that six foot you know measurement would 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 suggest. Uh, before we move on to the next clip or the next conversation, James, I will say this: the other undrafted free agent that I'm really looking forward to seeing if he makes a roster is Michael Divinity out of LSU. And yes, some of it is that Power Five conference kind of tag to it and all that stuff. But I just I look at this linebacker group and you look at some of the injuries that have been suffering. You look at some of the lack of the depth. And I just feel like Michael Divinity is the kind of guy who his name was bigger than his draft stock, obviously, because he went undrafted. And I feel like he's going to be a guy who's got a chip on his shoulder. He's playing with teammate Devin White over there. He's got mentors like Shaquille Barrett who know what it's like to come from the bottom. A guy like JPP who's done it, been there, won the ring, got the T-shirt. And then you got Levante David, the consummate leader. I mean, Michael Divinity is a guy who he, he's got raw natural athleticism. He's got Power Five's uh, experience. He's got the embarrassment, frustration, whatever you want to call it, of not getting drafted. And now he's in a room chock full of leaders maximum opportunity to become uh, a talented and skilled player in this league so i'm really looking forward to seeing if divinity makes the roster or if they can keep him on the practice squad how he develops moving forward yeah i'm i'm a big fan of michael divinity i wrote his uh his draft profile for bucks nation back when we were doing you know a prospect a day and i liked a lot of what i saw out of him but you know, there are some things that he needs to work on. There's a reason that he went undrafted. You know, he did get himself into some trouble, so there are some potential maturity issues uh, to deal with with him. But, again, linebacker is is a position that we've talked about multiple times as far as, um, you know, needing some depth there. You know, if, if God forbid, Levante or, or Devin White goes down, we know we have Jack Sitchie back there, but he's not exactly the poster boy of, of health and – uh, being able to stay on the field and, and not get injured. And, um, yeah, it, it would be great for him to to be able to make the team. We know that the the Buccaneers love their LSU linebackers, but it's it's going to be an uphill battle for, uh, you know, for all of these guys, really, but uh, especially somebody like Divinity uh, who, you know, not only has to to beat out his fellow competition, he needs to show that he's got it upstairs and uh, you can keep himself out of trouble. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, while everybody else is navigating the, these crazy times that we have coming on or going on around us, uh, there, there are a lot of methods and a lot of things that people can do to try to keep their minds straight and try to keep everything in perspective. And we've got some friends who want to talk to you on the show today about something that they can provide to help you with that. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or if you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair, or if you're like me and spend eight hours a day 
standing and, and in the heat and in the summer sun and everything, just getting roasted out there. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. To make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONNFL for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD.com. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And David, it is time to discuss uh, one of the players in that secondary. You teased it in the last segment, and that is Jordan Whitehead. Of course, Jordan Whitehead was having a solid season last year before going out with injury. And this is what he had to say about his recovery process and uh, getting ready for a 2020 NFL season. Yeah, so definitely. Um, last year, towards the end of the season, you know, the defense, the young DBs we have, you know, we was getting in a roll and I was starting to find a little, uh, a little like a hitch on my step and learning how to blitz and learning the defense more than I did during the beginning of the season with Coach Bowles and meeting with him. You know, he knows the whole defense and once you meet with him, he'll break it down. He'll tell you how to tip your blitzes, how to like fake your blitzes, stuff like that. And that was the biggest thing. Um, yeah, it was frustrating for that injury. Uh you know, uh, I felt like I was just just getting started, and the defense as a whole was just getting started. So missing them last two games definitely hurt, just because I know it rolled over into this year. But I got to watch from the sideline the last two games and reflect um, the whole off season. And then uh, you know, these guys are hungry, and I'm more hungry than ever right now. Uh, it's like we got a whole new start this year, and we got the same players and. You know, we, we need to start building. We can't we can't start slow this year. We gotta start fast. Yeah, no question about it that a lot of eyes are on the secondary of this Buccaneers defense with the way they started 2019 compared to the way they finished. They can't afford a slow start. They can't afford the first half of the season basically getting blown out of any stadium that they set foot into and and making the Buccaneers offense have to play catch up because they can't stop anyone. This team has to come out of the gates on fire and playing the way that they did to finish out the 2019 season. And honestly, David, I have really high expectations for Jordan Whitehead heading into this season. Uh, obviously the additional, the addition of Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to be a huge one, but I, I thought Whitehead had a really, really good season last year and seemed to be poised to be a big part of this secondary moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Jordan's attitude about, you know, facing the 2020 season and wanting to come out, you know, just dominating people and and making sure that the defense is holding up their end of the bargain and really not just kind of sitting back. And I don't think they would even publicly say it, even if internally they're thinking it, but not sitting back and kind of saying, well, we got Tom Brady on the offense now so we can take it easy a little bit. And that's kind of the mentality. That's the championship mentality you want to see out of a team that has championship aspirations and, you know, it's going to be important for them to keep that fire burning throughout the season and then into the playoffs, uh, assume they make it there. But James, I was, I was really happy for one 
to see that the Buccaneers were putting Jordan Whitehead up on the digital podium because Jordan Whitehead has very quickly taken the mantle for me as the most underrated Tampa Bay Buccaneer on this roster and almost like infuriating. It almost infuriates me just how underrated Jordan Whitehead is. And not, not to like knock anybody's, you know, questions or anything like that. Everybody's doing a job. And and for the most part, the media uh, that covers the Buccaneers do a very good job, but he was even asked during that press conference that, you know, the, the starting job is, is far from set, you know, as who's going to be a starter and all that stuff. How did you feel when they drafted Antoine Winfield? And what do you think about the competition there? And again, and this is just me. Is it is it possible that Jordan Whitehead is not the quote unquote one of the you know one of the starting safeties? Yes, of course it's possible. And this coaching staff prides themselves on you know the best best guys are going to go out there, the best eleven are going to go out there for this team. If Jordan Whitehead is not one of the best eleven defenders you know on this team, if he's not one of the top four you know def- defensive backs on this team, then I am missing something. And, I, and I'm not saying he's an All Pro or a Pro Bowler, but listen, from 2018 and 2019, right? He was. He had three more starts in 2019 than he had in 2018 as a rookie. He had the exact same amount of passes thrown in his direction in 2019 and 18, and he dropped his completions against percentage by 11%, over 11%. All right. He, he missed 13 tackles as a rookie, which really is not a bad number. He missed 11. He missed two fewer in his 2019 season as the starting, as one of the starting safeties for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. James, Jordan White had missed two games at the end of the season, right? He had 953 defensive snaps despite the fact that he missed those games. One defender had more snaps than Jordan Whitehead did in 2019. Do you know who that is? Levante? Carlton Davis. Oh. Carlton Davis is the only Tampa Bay Bucking. Well, I said defender, sorry, defensive back that oh, had more see. snaps. Yeah. You set me up for failure. He's the only, you know what? I'll give you that number two. Jordan Whitehead or Carlin Davis, sorry, is the only Tampa Bay defensive back who had more snaps in the season than Jordan Whitehead did. And he only had 12 more defensive snaps than Jordan Whitehead, despite the fact that Jordan Whitehead finished the, finished the season injured. Let me, let me look for you real quick though. Jordan Whitehead had 953 snaps. Levante David did have more. He had 1,160 to lead the team. So, Despite the fact that Jordan White had missed the final two games of the season, he finished third on the team in snaps. That's huge. That's it's incredibly significant. You're talking about a guy who is on the field almost as much as anybody. You talk about Shaq Barrett. You talk about Devin White. You talk about all these other playmakers. And we talk about guys like Dominican Sue and the impact they're making. You talk about Vita Vea and the impact he's having. Jordan Whitehead was on the field more than any of those guys. And his his completion percentage against and and we talk about this defense or we talk about the secondary and well you know earlier in the season they had all these problems and later in the season they didn't have all these problems they got a lot better Jordan Whitehead across the board got better from his rookie season and his sophomore season his first year under Todd Bowles so why Jordan Whitehead is considered this guy who's in flux and maybe he'll be a starter maybe he won't be a starter like if you take Jordan Whitehead off the field as a starting member of your defensive back. You are literally taking away the second most snaps in your secondary from last season. And to me, when you've already got a young secondary, I know he's part of that young secondary, but like, are we, are we talking about replacing Carlton Davis? Like, is Carlton Davis not going to be a starter? Then why are we talking about Jordan Whitehead not being a starter? I don't know. Again, I, I'm not in Todd Bowles' head. I'm not in the meeting rooms. Maybe it's legit. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe I'm missing something. And, and I got it. Like, just because you played a lot doesn't mean that you're going to be a starter next season, right? But this guy played a lot. And, I mean, he finished fourth on the team in tackles. 
and he only missed 11 tackles the entire season that he was on the field. Like, this is a guy who started more in his sophomore season, started more, played more rather than almost anybody else on this defense, played better consistently across the season than any any defense. I, I would honestly argue than any secondary or any member of the secondary on this team. Because you remember early in the season, Carlton Davis had those pass interference issues, right? And I remember last offseason, we talked about that on the show, James, that Carlton Davis would come this season need to prove that he, needing to prove that he can stay off or you know keep the yellow flags off the field. And early on, he didn't do it. Early on, he got flagged quite often. Later in the season, it, it, pan, it kind of flattened down. And then late in the season, he was clutch. Got it. But Jordan Whitehead was that guy that it, – it's almost like Alex Kappa, right? Like – Jordan Whitehead was so steady for that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense and nobody ever really talked about him. But because of all that steadiness, now he's also not the sexy pick. So now here we are entering training camp or into training camp, and we're all wondering, is he even going to start? Like To me, it's just baffling how we might be in that situation. I don't know. Maybe I'm alone. (laughs) I don't think you're alone, but um, I'm certainly not going to be the one that's going to argue with you on the point. So with that, David, we are uh, we're probably over the clock, not just up against it, but long past it, dropped it on the ground and smashed it with the heel of our foot. So we are out of here. Please send us your voicemails to 813-444-5841. Check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82 and at Bucks underscore nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks. Bucks.